The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. Top of the Stretch is presented by Tizwiz. Be the best, outperform the rest. When only the best is good enough, horse owners look to Tizwiz Nutrition. Your horse is an individual with its own needs suitable for its lifestyle, whether it's racing or relaxing. For over 60 years, Tizwiz has strived for nutritional excellence, delivering products that make a difference. There is a nutritional reason for everything that is put into Tizwiz feed. Take your racing stable to another level with Tizwiz. See the complete line of Tizwiz feeds at tizwizfeeds.com. Tizwiz, feed the best, outperform the rest. With us today on Top of the Stretch, driver Tony Hall of Brownsville, Pennsylvania. Born and raised in Middletown, Ohio. For his career, 6,094 career victories. Earnings in excess of $54 million. He started driving in 1997, going to the winner's circle three times in 50 drives. He's had 12 straight $3 million seasons in his racing career. And he started off this year with 83 wins and a driving percentage of 305. Then COVID-19 and an accident. Welcome to the top of the stretch, Tony Hall. Uh, hey, how are you, Roger, and how's everybody? Well, I'll um, tell you, I'm sure I'm a lot better than you are. Uh, that first night back, you'd driven some qualifiers and things, and that first night back at Northfield, you were having a great night. You had three wins in the first 12 races, and then came, I guess for you, the unlucky 13th race. What's your recollections yes. of the accident at Northfield? Um, I just remember I was uh, sliding up the rail and uh, coming off the uh, third turn there, uh, Ryan Stahl's horse just, I mean, I don't know if he called a shoe or what, but but he just dropped. And, and um, when he dropped and fell, he fell directly under my outside wheel. And, uh, and, and then that's it. I mean, the next thing I woke up on the track or, you know, you know, I was figured out that I was down on the track and excruciating pain. Most they took pain you to I've the hospital. They, they yes. took it to the hospital. Uh, what uh, injuries did they determine that you had? Uh, nine broken ribs and uh, two busted vertebrae, uh, the middle of my back and uh, two up from the bottom. And uh, cuts and scrapes on top of that, you know, uh, typical uh, road rash when you go down on a racetrack in summer colors. Um, and, and the most pain I've ever been in in my life, I can honestly say that. I'm pretty good with pain, but I've never, never had anything remotely close to this. I know that uh, the recovery has been kind of limited. Uh, what have you been able to do in the period of time uh, while these, injuries kind of heal on their own basically they told me the safest thing to do is just to walk and hike um nothing like high impact like not even like i can't even like run or anything like that just just you know anything that would typically cause impact um 
that's in your back or you know anything midsection so uh, basically walk i go on hikes um at least three or four days a week uh, you know you know that's honestly been about about it my wife and i have a small farm and um i go out there but i've even had to limit myself from that because if i have a good day i feel like i can do more than i'm ready for and then and then it puts me back down for a couple days just the uh, soreness and everything so i've had to kind of limit myself from there and everybody tells me you know i just need to stay home and like really do nothing and and i'm a uh, really active person i'm always on the go and so it's been really tough to deal with what kind of a timetable have you got or have the doctors set for you well, they actually within within the time frame they give me, they said um, I could start back at a slow process. I, I was explaining like jogging horses and stuff like that, and they said that you could start back doing that right around the end of July, like the last week of July. But just to play it safe, um, I'm going to start back doing that July 1st, jogging horses, and then and then um, throughout that week I'll train some and stuff like that, and I'm hoping to uh, actually be back qualifying at the Meadows on uh, August 13th. And then um, if everything goes okay with that, I'm going to try to drive a few horses on um, that Saturday, the 15th, and then and then if that goes okay, I'm going to slowly try to work back in that that next week. You know, in, in the past years, you've done quite well here in the Buckeye State, driving some Ohio breads, uh, being out of action and not getting with these horses early on in the season. Is it probably going to cost you some drives and stake races? You feel? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, if you look at it between COVID and this accident here, and the recovery time, I'm looking at missing three quarters of the stake season as is. And um, the only thing that I can hope for is to maybe get lucky and catch something after I start back, you know, towards the end of the season um, through August and September. But, um, you know, you know, that's like nothing's planned for that or anything like that. So I'm just I'm just uh, looking to get lucky. But. Yeah, it's been very unfortunate. Like I said, three-quarters of the steak season is gone, and this is where we make our... Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch is presented by TizWiz. Feed the best, outperform the rest. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. ...realize the situation, and I, I, you may not get all your steak drives back, but I think you'll be quite active when we get into... Uh, late August and September and those months, uh, in the heart of the season, uh, and hopefully uh, trainers will uh, be in need of somebody. Maybe, who knows, maybe you'll pick up some trainers that you've not driven for for in the past. Uh, yeah, I truly hope so, and that's uh, that's always been good. I've always been good with uh, new trainers and new horses, and so, you know, but uh, yeah, I can, uh, I can only hope so, you know. But, um, yeah. Like was I said, family, it's been. I'm sorry. Was your family involved in harness racing? 
Uh, yeah, my my dad and my brother Terry Hall. Um, they've always had just a few horses. It was mainly just for fun for for them in the beginning, you know. So I'm the only one in my family to do it full time as a career. What was your first memory of harness racing as a youngster? Um, I can remember at Lebanon Raceway, my sister worked for Lou Sleashear, and I was probably about uh, five years old, and she used to take me to the barn, and then and then on the weekends, like, I would go to the barn with her. She was a groom for him, and I'd go to the barn with her during the day, and then at night, we'd go to the races, and, and I can remember a horse I really liked and uh, named uh, Papa Cork that Lou had and and so he went that night and he put me in the uh, race bike seat in the winter circle I was probably only four years old or something like that but I thought I thought then and there you know that's exactly all I want to do you know is drive and train horses or either or and you know I've been at it ever since so right from the get-go you wanted to be a driver yes Biggest moment in your racing career so far? Um, definitely back-to-back Sire State Finals at uh, Scioto and Northfield with uh, Queen of the Pride. Um, those were definitely my biggest purse wins. And and um, it was a thrill with that mare. She was a lot of fun. And, uh, you, know, you know, you know, you always had the confidence that, you know, every time you went to the track, you you definitely had a shot to win with her. And, and uh, you know, she always impressed us. You know, she would go out and go big miles. And, and uh, you know, that was a big, that was a big uh, a thing for me. But um, all the all the big races that I've drove in, the Adios, um, I drove in a elimination of the jug uh, one time, which just even doing that, even being in any of the, uh, breeders' crowns and and uh, races I've been in has been a great thrill. So over the years, not necessarily the the best horse or anything, but did you have a favorite horse that you like to drive? Um, I've had a lot of them uh, um, that I really liked, but if um, if I had to put if I had to put one up, I'd definitely say Medusa. Uh, Randy Bendis's mare. She was just a very nice mare, and I could always count on her. And uh, you know, very versatile. She could ra- she could race as good off the pace as she could up close. And and I just had a really good uh, relationship with that mare. You know, I liked her on and off the track, and you know, it, it meant a lot to have as much success as uh, we had with her. Is there something in racing in your future that you'd like to accomplish? Um, I would love just to win, um, you know, any of the well-known Grand Circuit races. You know, as any driver, you know, I think we all thrive at some point. Some people have, you know, a specific one or two you know you you know you know i actually would be as happy with a jug um you know a hambletonian 
or you know a breeder's crown final you know you know any any race like that just to say that you know you, i had at least one good opportunity when only the best is good enough horse owners look to tizwiz nutrition your horse is an individual with its own needs suitable for its lifestyle whether it's racing or relaxing for over 60 years tizwiz has strived for nutritional excellence delivering products that make a difference there is a nutritional reason for everything that is put into tizwiz feed take your racing stable to another level with tizwiz See the complete line of Tizwiz Feeds at tizwizfeeds.com. Tizwiz, feed the best, outperform the rest. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch is presented by Tizwiz. Feed the best, outperform the rest. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association.